0: Have you hit the top of your profession and or exceeded your business goals and wondering what's next? Listen into this week's Enough Already podcast for insights and tips on taking the daring leap into your second act and the dramatic change that can lead to greater success, significance, and happiness. Had enough? Ready to turn your career into your own consulting and coaching business? You're in the right place. I'm Betsy Jordan, and with my background as a consultant, entrepreneur, and personal brand builder, I'm here to give you inspiration and guidance to own your brilliance, shape your brand, articulate your message, and get seen and paid as the expert that you already are. This is Enough Already, the place for consultants and coaches to learn how to create businesses and lives that they love. Hi there, and welcome to the Enough Already podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Jordan, and I got big news for you all. On May 14th, I got married to the absolute love of my life. Never been happier. So we went to Nantucket for our honeymoon, a place that I went about 10 years ago on a personal business retreat, which is where I got my initial idea to pivot my business from consulting to executives to mentoring other consultants and coaches. So it took me a long time to get to this business in life that I have now. That is so much more than I ever envisioned for myself 10 years ago. I had absolutely no idea at the time that my real superpowers that I want to build my business on was my personal brand building and strengths, whispering gifts And building this creative team, this branding team that I have who can take this strategy that I help my clients create and put it into an online platform that really just feels like my clients or reflects the essence of who they are, magnetically appeals to clients that they want to serve. It's powerful. I had no idea at the time. At the time, I just thought, hey, maybe I could monetize my consulting best practice and tools and maybe create some courses. That's all I thought it was. And I had no idea at the time that the type of love that I now have with my husband existed outside of movies and books. We're so gross, if you get around with us, because we're so gushy. But our wedding was perfect. OK, so it was a small ceremony with just family and close friends. And then we had this amazing party. that really delivered on what we really wanted, which is these two priorities of fun and inclusion. So people are telling us like they just loved it because it was uh, so authentic. It was real. And if you know me personally, you'll be super happy to know that there definitely was a sweet Caroline sing-along. So we had this great trip to Nantucket, someplace I've always wanted to go back to. So it was so interesting for me to be there 10 years later, almost to the date. And I couldn't help but ponder my journey. Like, what did it take for me to get to this life that I have? So what did it take me to go from Disney to a consulting business that was successful? but just not as satisfying as I wanted it to be to this business that I have now and go from relationships that let's just say were not the best to the incredible one that I have now. So in this episode, I want to share with you these musings because I think you and I are a lot alike. You might be in your second act or ready for it just like I was. So maybe you're someone who's had this career. You're in the middle of this great career that has been super successful, but it's just not satisfying anymore. So you're thinking, what's next? There's something more for me, but I just don't know exactly what it is. And I want to figure that out. Or maybe you have a business and you started it, but it's just not as impactful as you want it to be. It's just, it's not, it's not delivering on what you wanted. So the question that I really want to answer in this particular episode is how do you navigate that nebulous journey from the first to the second act? Big picture. You know, what does it really take to create a business and life that you really want? So this is what I'm going to unpack on today's episode. So let's dive in. So number one, first, let's talk about second acts and what is their role and purpose. So contrary to popular belief or what you might read about, your second act actually isn't the destination It's the place in between where you are today and where you ultimately want to be. So I want to dig into my organization development background. And if you're an OD person like me, you'll know who William Bridges is. He's this change expert. And he has this transition model where he talks about change actually has three phases. There's the endings. There's the neutral zone. And then there's the new beginnings. The second act, it's the neutral zone. It's not the destination or let's talk about it from a screenwriting and storytelling standpoint. Every story basically has three acts. So the first act is where the main character is in their existing world, and they're wanting more, you know, it's like Dorothy saying, I want to go somewhere over the rainbow, or Luke saying that he wanted to get out of Tatooine. He didn't know what he wanted to do. The second act That's when the character leaves their known world for this unknown world where they face challenges as they pursue what they want. And then the third act, that's when they achieve what they want and more. So they have wisdom that they can pass on to others. So let's be clear about the second act. It's not your destination. It's that in-between place between the first and the third acts. So it's that place that's full of these contradictions. You know, there's like the excitement, there's possibility, but there's also ambiguity, confusion, resistance. So the first part of the second act is where the character tries to figure out how to survive in this new world, and then eventually they try to figure it out. So in storytelling... The second acts are the bulk of the story, and they are super interesting, right, to an audience. So, for example, one of my kids' long-term favorite movies is Legally Blonde. And so this movie opens in the first act, of course, where you have sorority president Elle Woods getting dumped by her boyfriend, who's kind of a douche, and she decides to go to Harvard. So her going to Harvard actually begins her second act. And so she's trying to figure out how to operate in Harvard and how does she succeed in law school. So initially she's lost and then we see her start to figure it out. She gets computers, starts studying. she succeeds in this world. So this is great to watch. This is super fun in a movie. It's not that fun to live, right? So this story plays out with my clients all the time and it is really hard to live. My clients come to me at the end of their first act. They have a career or a business that's successful. Just no longer fulfilling, and they want more. They want a business that they love, and they want a business that delivers on their income and purpose goals, and it supports their ability to achieve their total life priorities. The vision is great. The discomfort of the second act? Mm, Not so much. That's why so many people resist the second act. It's that fear of the unknown. This is why all that imposter syndrome comes up and the worry about do I have what it takes to make it through this in-between space. It's sort of like you're in the already but not yet. It's sort of like this ambiguous zone. It's not fun to live. It's great to watch, not fun to live. So that's where I do so much work with my clients to overcome this. Like this is why my brand positioning and messaging is so significant. The strategy and the mentoring I do is... I offer more than, okay, so how do you stand out in the marketplace? That is a big part of it. And what's your point of differentiation? But through this work, we overcome the fear of the unknown because we replace it with that clarity. That's why this is so important. So, but it doesn't change the fact that second acts are uncomfortable. That's why William Bridges calls this the neutral zone, or Joseph Campbell might label this the unknown world. It's uncomfortable. So that's the first point. Let's talk about the second point. The second act only begins when you make the courageous choice to leave the first act and all the trappings there. So for the second act in a story to begin, the hero or the heroine has to leave their known world and step out into the unknown world. Every single story requires this. Luke doesn't become a Jedi while hanging out on Tatooine. Harry does not become a wizard without going to Hogwarts, and Elle's journey does not begin until she goes to Harvard. So your dream career and life won't happen if you just choose to stay where you are. I have a theory that every high achiever who winds up waking up to these desires for more if they're on a personal growth journey, a spiritual journey, if they're looking for more significance and purpose, will eventually leave their corporate life, or maybe the corporate life as they defined it because of the importance of this unknown world. So it's always about the leaving, you know, and for years in my personal life, I felt so much shame over the fact that I've been divorced, that I had left these relationships. But when I was in bliss with my new husband, I realized I never would have had this if I stayed in my marriages, That was long dead and dysfunctional. So I really understand the concept now that you may not marry the right person all the time, but you can certainly divorce them. And I no longer feel shame. I feel. It's been reframed for me. Now I feel like, wow, I was really courageous to continue to leave things that no longer served. So part of the reason why it took me so long, though, to build my dream business is because I got all this well-meaning but very ineffective advice from other people, especially my accountant who told me I could not stop consulting until I made my mentoring equally profitable. But that never happened until I formally retired from consulting and I built my brand and online presence around my brand mentoring. So leaving is the first step, leaving the comforts of the steady paycheck, leaving the security of the nine to five, leaving your business model that you might've spent a bunch of money on, but it's not serving you. That's the crucial step. And that's why this process is so hard. And that's why so few actually go on this journey or go on into a completion. So that's the second step, or the second principle. Let's talk about the third one. Every hero and heroine that eventually arrives at the third act has a mentor in the second act. This is just a fact of the storyline. So if you think about Luke, would he have ever become a Jedi if he didn't have Yoda? And if he did not have Obi-Wan, probably not. Dorothy would have never made it home if she didn't have Glinda. Every single hero has a mentor. A good portion of my clients come to me for help is because they are tired of doing it on their own. They want somebody outside of them to give them validation, to give them support. And it's hard to do this on your own. So many people, many, many, many people advise you that after leaving your job, just go out there and get clients. And it could work for a while. But here's the predictable path. If you do that, there is a high chance that you're just going to recreate your salary and your career through your business. You know, that career you've long outgrown. That's what I wound up doing in both my business and my personal life. So I did get people who were super willing to pay me, for all kinds of things that I thought I wanted at the time, because, you know, I didn't know, I didn't really have a mentor. I just had people who were sort of implementing things for me, you know, so I had lots of people who had helped me build a website, start marketing, create pipelines, but then none of them really asked me to stop and consider what is it that I really wanted? Where was I at? And, and who was I? Like all of those really essential questions, you know, that I was asking at that, you know, mid-career, mid-life kind of place. And this is why I'm so passionate about the approach that I use with my clients. I encourage everybody to go slow, to go fast. And what I do is I really ask them to take a beat for half a second. It's not like we have to take forever. We just have to take the step to figure out who are you and what do you want? All of my work, the first order up for bids for all of my client work, especially through my brand positioning, is a life inventory to help my clients uncover, you know, like what's coming up in you in terms of your lifestyle priorities, how have they changed, and what do you need your business to deliver on from that standpoint? But then we also look at your career. You know, what strengths do you have? Do you actually really want to build? Uh, you build your business around. And a lot of times those strengths aren't what your formal expertise even is. So we need to spend some time unpacking it. This is why going slow to go fast is so important because this is how you make the most of the magic of the second act. The second act is transformational if you allow it to be transformational. And it's hard to do that without that outside perspective, without somebody who's a seasoned mentor, who has been where you wanna go, can show you the way, who can give you a plan, and also help you with the mindset issues. Because without challenging your existing way of thinking, you will just recreate it over and over again. That's why we often date the same person over and over again. So when I got serious about finding the right relationship, you know, versus all the that'll do ones that I settled for, I was super lucky because I had not one but two dating coaches on speed dial. My first dating coach is Judy. Judy was like my dating whisper. I don't know what to call Judy. She was so powerful to me. So she threw so many different conversations and through some of the books she had me read, she helped me figure out what I really wanted in a relationship. So she actually used her writing skills to help me create an online profile. But the most important thing she did is she really helped me hone my intuition. So after I would go on a date, I'd call her up and it's like, hey, this is what happened. And, and Judy would help me figure out like what I wanted and what I didn't want. And she also helped me create scripts to let people know that I didn't want to date them because I wasn't really good at just like cutting things off. And then I had my client, Rachel. And her website is actually featured in my portfolio on my website. So if you want to learn about Rachel's services, you can head on over there. she It was really cool. As I was helping her figure out her signature program, I was learning so much about the steps to finding love, especially for a high-achieving woman like myself. But Rachel would drop these like knowledge bombs on me. I don't even think she realized what she was doing. She would say things like, you know, well, if he doesn't ask you a question in the first 30 minutes, like, you know, wrap up your, you know, wine and get your check and leave. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. So if it wasn't for the two of them, they really helped shift my perspective on the dating process and more importantly, how I should be treated so that when Scott, my husband showed up, like I knew this was different and I knew it was right. So the third act is qualitatively different than the first act. The values that rule the first act of our lives oftentimes revolve around security, survival, belonging, order, status, authority, control. The values that rule the third act often revolve around creativity and synergy and human rights and global justice. You can't just like adopt values and put them on like clothes. They're developed in you But it's the values of the second act that allow those other values to emerge. So values in the second act are like detachment, solitude, discernment, contemplation, all the things a wise mentor helps you with. So it's for this reason, these reasons, I've worked so hard on this business model and my approach for the brand building and surrounding my brand positioning strategy with a team that provides the end-to-end creative branding services, such such as website copywriting. So one of the most powerful things that are going on right now in my business is I have clients who are able to just kind of like talk, like we do interviews, and I talk to them about what is it that they wanna communicate And I have a copywriter who turns it into that website copy, which allows my clients to visually get that mirror and that reflection like, yeah, this is what my business is all about. It's like what's inside of me is getting manifested. The same thing happens with visual branding. When we work through the visual branding process, it's more than just getting a logo or a color palette. It's taking that combined with the photos, and putting it all together that my clients could actually see the business that they have in their heart. And it's a, a action learning opportunity to really help my clients move through the second act, which fact, fast tracks the arrival to the third act. So from my perspective, there's necessary pain and struggle in the second act. And then there's a whole bunch of unnecessary pain and struggle that I experienced that I could have avoided if I would have had somebody outside of me, you know, helping me you know, Figure out what I needed to do and avoid all that expensive trial and error. So, if you do want this type of personalized support and guidance, and you need someone to help you through your second act so you could have a business and a life you really want, definitely let's chat. Head on over to my website at www.betsyjordan, with the Jordans with a Y.com forward slash schedule, and let's get some time on the calendar and let's talk about what you're looking for. So those are the three points that I want to make about your second act and how you move into that business and life you really want. So let me recap the main points. Number one, the second act isn't the destination. It's the challenge and choices of what you do in the second act that gets you to the third act. The third act is the destination. The second act is the transformation process. Number two, There is no transformation process. There is no story. There is none of this change without leaving the safety and security of what's contained in your first act. The first step is to leave. And number three, if you try to go quickly from the first act to the third act and try to skip the second act, you actually recreate the first act over and over and over and over again. So that's why you need a mentor with a plan who can help you use your challenges and choices to identify and create the life, and the business you ultimately want. So let's talk about next steps. Number one, if you want to see the pictures from my magical wedding and honeymoon, head on over to my blog, and you'll find a post with the same name and the same title as this podcast episode, and you can see the pictures there. Number two, if you want more from your career, business, and life than what you're experiencing, what I would encourage you to first do, the very first thing to do, is take a look at what you've got going on that you're holding on to that no longer serves. So have you ever heard of the concept of the sunk cost fallacy? This is the phenomena where a person is reluctant to abandon a strategy or course of action because they invested heavily in it, even when it is clear that abandonment would be more beneficial. So be honest with yourself, brutal even. Are you sticking on a course of action business-wise, career-wise, life-wise because you believe in it? Or because you've already invested a ton of money and time into it and you don't want to waste all that money. Now, no judgment here. I've done that so many times. But I promise you, the life you want won't appear until you let go of the life you don't want. That's the hard truth, but um, it is what it is. So I would just encourage you just to take a look at it. No judgment. You know, just that hard truth for yourself. And if you're someone who's sick and tired of doing all of this business and life transformation stuff on your own... If you're sick and tired of doing all this business and life transformation on your own, or if you had enough of the group programs and the generic best practices and you want more of a personalized approach with a strategist like me and a creative brand design team who can help get those visions out of your head, manifest it quicker with less angst and turn the whole process of business building into a a personal growth experience, let's chat. You can check out my programs at my website, www.betsyjordan.com. And you could schedule a call for me from there, or you could sign up for a bunch of freebies I have there. I have so much stuff on my blog. You've got a lot of stuff. You could also check out my YouTube channel. So I got a lot of ways to help you from a a best practice standpoint, but if you need that personal help, definitely schedule a call with me. So that's it for this episode. I'm starting a new series next week about my number one strategy for building a high income, high impact business and premium brand be sure to hit subscribe or follow in your podcast app so you don't miss it. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If today's episode lit a fire on you, please rate and review enough already on Apple Podcasts or subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're looking for your next step, visit me on my website at betsyjordan.com and it's Betsy Jordan with a Y and you'll learn all about our end-to-end services that are custom designed to accelerate your success. Don't wait, start today.